Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. My heart skips skipping a beach and I'm close enough so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. I think you know what you're doing to me, you got with Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Feral Audio. Dun 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 Toy boat, toy boat. Hey, everybody, this is Steve Agee. You're listening to feralaudio.com and my show, Steve Agee. Uh, uh, you know, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, uh, why don't you go to the Feral Audio homepage and click the little uh, Amazon button? You don't get charged anything extra. You're helping us all out, helping me out, helping the show out, helping Amazon, helping artists. And that's really what it's all about, right? Uh, so thanks for listening. And, uh, this new episode, it's, uh, it's a twofer. I got two people at once, not just, uh, one and they're married. How about that? I have my first, I think this is my first couple, uh, Chantal Claret and James Uringer, AKA Jimmy Urin, the singer from Mindless Self-Indulgence, Chantal from Morningwood and a very amazing, sorry, I'm burping, solo career. Um, they both have tons of albums out. You can buy them. Hey, why don't you go to Amazon and click the, or go to Amazon through the Feral Audio homepage, buy some music, guys. Music just makes the world better. Uh, I've known Chantal and James for, uh, God, I don't know, five or six years now. Uh, super tight with them. I love these two so much. Uh, I had talked to Chantal a while back about doing my podcast, and then also saying, oh, I'd love James to do it too. And I was being a little lazy. I was like, why don't why don't I just do you as an episode and then James as an episode? Um, but these two are like the real deal in love, you know, amazing couple. And they're so great together. And I'm so glad now that I recorded this podcast with uh, James and Chantal together Um I can't even imagine what had happened if I had done them solo. Uh, this is so much better. Um, so thank you for listening. We're just going to get right into it. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, out of the speaker. Uh, boo. It's recording, by the way. Oh, oh. Keep doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> I don't want to lose the spontaneity. Wait, how do I turn this off? Oh, power. Sorry. So wait, what's the name of this podcast? This uh, podcast is called Steve A G. Uh. U H H H because what's the when theme? I first what's the started theme? Doing, I first started doing it in my uh, when I was living at my old place, 
just out of boredom and it was just me and they were like <laughs> they were like five minutes long <laughs> podcasts of me just being stupid and the first episode of the podcast was me trying to figure out a name for the podcast <laughs> so it was good name a lot of me just sitting around going uh, uh, and I was like oh I'll just call it uh and now I when I listen back to these I'm like oh I fucking say uh, all the time. I have all the fucking horrible grammar crutches. I say like. Uh, I say like. Oh, I say like. I say to- um literally every yeah. other sentence. You now. literally That's, say it every other. That sentence. is the time. I I don't, but I don't use it in the way ever that you should. It's I use it always inappropriately. Can we can we curse on your podcast? Fuck yeah! Uh, I just want to make sure that there's not. James, who is listening to I this? Where you maybe twelve year old kids? Maybe he takes us around. Oh, yeah, twelve year olds show kids handle what curse. not to do, how not to get on drugs or something. We're huge with the. Uh, the younger crowd <laughs> yeah i don't know you should edit together all the uhs from oh, yeah, all so of your podcasts a, and just have one episode for like an anniversary it would be like an hour yeah that'd be amazing uh, that'd be so good cool. like have you seen that youtube video of um it's just a compilation of all Nicolas Cage's freakouts from oh, movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like when people, like uh, when Macho Man's taking breaths. Have you heard of the scene those? No. Oh, it's the best. It's just... <gasps> 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 like every breath in between him trying to do and like... That's also like Electro, Electro Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, Electro Wow from Di- Electro Woman and Dyna Girl. They edit all the... Electro Wow. Electro Wow. Electro Wow. I barely <laughs> remember that show. He has I a, met her. He has a sign. We, I got a sign. We literally uh, photo. went to... What, uh, what was it? The coming? LA... The, like at, at the shrine, they have like a really like low level like little comic convention. Yeah. And they always have like a rogues gallery of people but in the back. But we went to like, get... To get specifically to get her. Dyna But like they had like people like, it was like, I was Lambert in Alien. That was somebody famous though. Who was the actress that played? Uh, the, oh, the, the woman who played Electra Woman w- did turn into somebody famous. And I yeah, but we went to was. go we see went for Dyna, Dyna Girl. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> the unfamous it one. It was like the set, you know those like character alleys where like sure. people, they're kind of bum me out man oh it's like, great though because it's like i was boomer on the first battlestar galactica yes, yes. no which is awesome but i also just don't want to pay 20 and then like once you make eye contact with them you're like oh. yeah but i'm the kind of i'm the freaky kind of guy who like when we went to where was it the the la comic con yeah, you got i got the autograph of the dude from 2001 which is awesome which is insane yeah though. but then there's all the other people that you don't get their autograph and i feel like total guilt like you know, like thing. they're going oh fuck they don't like yeah, me yeah and like also and like you make eye contact with them and you're like oh yeah I like them and then you're you see yourself weighing their cost in your yeah, brain yeah but they're making like, some I went to a really really shitty one in the valley that was literally in like a strip mall and it was the guy who played Black Godfather and mm-hmm. Black Caesar and a bunch of other black exploitation, and then a kid who was in like a bunch of fifty sci-fi stuff. But now he's an old man, but he's like a little—he looks like a little Mickey Rooney. And they were making like twenty bucks a pop for their pictures, like, and there was people lined up to see him. But they're not making twenty bucks a pop. Deidre Hall was Electra Woman. Yeah. Judy. God, my eyes. We could go look Strangus. at her. It's signed right over there. Yeah, we I'll, can go, go, I'll look go get it. it. Hold on a second. <laughs> James is getting up Judy to go look Strangus at it. Who else do you have signed up there, Face? Dinah Girl. You have a Michael Yuri um, signed headshot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it got a J.J. Walker, right, that I got for his birthday. She was on All My Children. Well, that's what James likes her for. That's, All my what, children? Ja- that's what James is oh, into. Come no, on. James is into it oh, she was on Chip. She did an episode. Of, yeah, she, did. Uh, she, did. she was on all. She guest starred on all those shows. Yeah. 
The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. Here, James is showing you his prize collection. Holy of- shit, he really does have a signed... Oh my god! And, I, t- and was, I made her put Electro Wow on it too. You <laughs> she was really, really good looking. Yeah, That's probably why really James cute. really Electro Wowed her. Well, yeah. I was like Electra Seven. Yeah, you were I'm like sure. Electra Touch. Electra Swing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's a great photo. So they had the photos at their yeah, table, they had the right? photos, and yeah. I was like, bam. Like I get paying for the photo, but like, what's that autograph worth to you? I mean, I know that you paid was, for that bucks. particular at yeah. that time because yeah. me and Steve kept watching that yeah. video over and over again on YouTube of all her electro. We were to- it was totally like kismet because we no, had been I, talking about it. I remember like, oh, how excited hilarious. you were. He was and then so all excited. of a sudden we were. I was like, oh my god, right. she's at, in my local have? area. Oh shit! I just. Build ah! <laughs> and that's why I got you a medium. There so you won't goes miss those the ones fries. on the floor. Oh, franchise, yeah. Oh, there we go. The lead from 2001. Great... Whoa, whoa. Yeah, he lead. looked great. And the coolest thing about him, the the lead guy from 2001 Space Odyssey, is you know in the scenes when he gets older. He yeah. looks like that now, not like the super old guy in the so bed. So they nailed it. He nailed, yeah, he nailed that performance. I mean, he looks, he has a full head of hair. It's all gray, but he looks like I've somebody. I've never did. seen this movie all, all the way through. Really? I always fall asleep. Wow. You, sh- you should like. And, and not out of disinterest. It's yeah. always. Michael. <laughs> from Ugly Betty. <laughs> What? Who is this? Michael Yuri. He was in Ugly Betty. He went to Juilliard with my brother, but we really liked his performance yeah. on Ugly Betty, so I got him for What is this photograph? Oh, it's it got like sun bleach. It got sun bleach. It's weird. So right? it didn't look like that. No, 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 no. but it's cool. Yeah. Oh my God. You got autographs from all these people. Yeah. This is what we do. Who's this? Fred Williams. I think it's Fred oh, Williams. Oh, Fred Williamson. Yeah, Black Caesar. James and uh, Stan Lee. The only, out of the two uh, times I've ever seen him fangirl. That one I had to pay for, because you just don't know. He's like in his 90s. Yeah, I figured I at for, some point I would have been like, at, you know, some place where it would have been like, oh, okay, here's an autograph. This is fairly recent. Yeah. yeah. I can tell by the haircut. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's just. That's a, last no? year. That's yeah, last that's, year. Yeah, it's that's not. last Comic Con. Oh, wow. He's just. No, that's oh. his natural hair. I just hairline. met Stanley uh, like a few months ago. That's Ooh. a private joke. Was he nice? Yeah, he was very nice. James, uh, yeah, James. Jimmy is, Walker. Yeah. That, I would love that. Yeah. that I got his, got for she got me his autobiography uh, on tape, like the audio book of him reading his autobiography. How is it? Great. Dino you would might. love it. It's yeah, got we so only much listen cool. to audio books read by yeah. the people. It's got so much cool comedy That's history. the only way you can do them. Yeah. yeah. Next, I almost bought Keith Richards, which was read by Johnny Depp, right? Oh, oh that's kind of <laughs> weird. Really? Yeah. Does he read I it think as so. Keith Richards? That's no. Which is just Johnny Depp. Which is just, yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. I could be wrong, but. I think it's Johnny Depp. That would be hilarious. That makes sense. We are the next one we're reading is Burt Reynolds. The Burt Reynolds. The one we just did was does Angelica. he do Angelica his own? He does his own, and it is luscious. Well, actually, no, his mustache does it, but then he's doing. <laughs> we're doing. We did Angelica Houston, and it's everything you want it to be. It's like I was. She knows exactly what she was wearing everywhere. Jesus, and she how was do you like, have a memory like that? Angelica, I was like me. I was like we just listened to it. Just, Chantal, how did you remember that you listened to it? <laughs> to be honest, I don't. You're like it was like a week ago. Um, yeah, she was like I was wearing Halston, and we drank. I mean, she just lived on champagne, and Jack Nicholson treated her like an asshole, and they did exactly what you think they would do living. I was in the south of France while Jack was auditioning for The Shining. I was wearing a Halston dress. Yes, and at that point, my father John Houston was in the hospital, but he was going to make something of himself. When you know, if he could get out of that hospital, he's going to make this like Star Wars or some crazy. 
movie that you didn't think he was going to make, and but he never left. And then we cried all Steve, week. Steve, I didn't know you got Angelica Houston to come join us on the uh, podcast. No, that's that's your husband. What? Yeah, what? your husband is Angelica Houston. He's a shapeshifter. I knew I was so attracted. It's like the witches. I remember when I went around the corner to McDonald's and I got a large fries, but I ordered it wrong and that gave me a ours. medium fries instead. That's ours. Yeah, ours. Keep talking while I chew yeah, this. Okay. That would be our That'd audio be book. Oh my It'd God, so it would be small. the most boring audio be, book I went to time. Ralph's and I realized I was out of bread, so I went back down the bread well, aisle. Well, no, actually, the drama of going to Ralph's is I always go trying to get uh, recycle our uh, oh, yeah. bottles <laughs> and they're always closed. I do it because I don't like people going through my trash and getting out our plastic bottles i find it a violation of my privacy and so i'm like fuck those people if anybody's gonna get that five cents per bottle it's gonna be me (laughs) so i collect it and i go put it in listen that's like 250 to my local ralph's 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 you have to put them in one by one oh my god yeah but i got the time time. (laughs) she loves money well listen here okay so (laughs) i was first of all i'm a jew and i love money that's not a stereotype that's a fact um and then and by money, I mean $2.50. I will take it. And then um, also, I was afraid of people going through our trash. And lo and behold, because I'm paranoid, but also I'm not paranoid. Oh, because she was, this is freaky. This oh is my freaky. God. So, you know, you like cut up your credit cards and put them yeah. in the trash. And I also dispense them into multiple trashes because yeah. I, yeah. I, I was weeks like, of I, I do too. Where yeah. I'm like super paranoid. Cut to we go on a neighborhood walk like at, every day. And I was about four blocks away. And I look on the ground and I see like something that's a court, like the hit of the size of a hit of acid. Isn't that weird? That's that's the yeah. only like size reference I have for it. Like if you want to know what Isabel's for measurements are the best. A tab of acid. Like it's about as much as a gram of cocaine. Yeah, it's, a, it's a titty hair or a tab yeah. of acid. So it's yeah. about the size of a tab of acid, a little blue thing. And I was like, oh, that looks familiar. And I see there's like uh, two letters on it. And I was like, that looks like my name. name. And I see that it's my credit card. And I turn it around and there's two numbers. And I was like, I think that's. That's my credit card. It has a piece of her name on it. That I had thrown away. Freaking credit card. Yeah, a couple blocks blocks away. away. On the floor, just totally randomly. I was just looking at the floor. I thought, cut to a week later, I'm walking totally different part of the neighborhood. I find another piece of it on the floor. Yes. On the floor. I like you call the cement the the floor. floor, (laughs) That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So So make sure you cut your stuff up and flush it down the toilet. I'm currently dealing with... I, w- I went to San Francisco to do shows two weeks ago, and the day before I left, uh, I get a, a phone call from Bank of America saying, oh, we've detected some suspicious activity on your card. And I'm in Burbank at the time. They go, are you in uh, Koreatown? And did you just withdraw $500 from your account and then try to withdraw $500 more. I go, no, I'm in Burbank. And they're like, oh, well, somebody used a Wells Fargo ATM and withdrew $500 and then tried to withdraw $500 more. Oh, my God. Uh, They credited me. They didn't. I mean, they didn't credit me back yet. The 500 that was withdrawn. Yeah. The the first one was taken care of. They're still looking looking into it. Banks. They used an actual card, though. Yeah. Yeah. How did they do that? 
That I don't know. And then they also they have little things on the keypads now where they can oh heat sensors so they can register your thing. Yeah, so you can't trust. Like, also, ATMs they put magnet like now that's so small they'll put magnetic strips in, especially gas stations. So this is where I always get it. Is like if I pull over, like oh we're out of gas, and we're in the middle of nowhere, yeah, like, coming on on the way home back to California, and you're in some desert area. They'll put a little extra strip in the card reader, so when you go in, you go shook shook, and then start filling up your gas. They've got your information. Then they try it out at like a local 7-Eleven in that area, and that's when you usually get the alert. It says, "Did you? Were you in like you know bumfuck nowhere? <sighs> like trying to get like four hundred dollars worth of stuff at a 7-Eleven? It's an illusion that we have. Yeah. So, what is it best to just go into the gas station? Well, and always use a credit card. Always use, use a, a credit card. card. Never because use credit cards card. will always they won't they don't care if somebody in like Florida buys a flat screen TV for like a thousand dollars and you say I didn't buy that. They go, okay, no problem. You you're not getting charged for that because it's a charge. Money. But if it's Right out of your account, if it's debit or bank associated, the bank gets really pissy with like, oh, well, we're not going to give you that $20 back. Or you have to fill oh, out yeah, the forms been or something. Oh, yeah, really fucking difficult about, yeah, we're investigating this Oh, now. yeah. I'm like, hey, motherfucker, there's a camera over every ATM. Yeah. Just fucking look at that. Yeah, also, the, never the send a check like in a the mail. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I've done that, and somebody literally took it out, crossed out the person I sent it to, wrote their name in, went, put a thumbprint, like they got it cashed with a thumbprint, and the bank was like, well... We don't know. I mean, it's definitely fraud, but you haven't the balls it. on that guy. And, oh my god, crazy! I could have went and found him. If yeah, I was more of a we vigilante. Could, we could have easily found him and gone to his house and probably beat him up and then be killed by the guy <laughs> who stole seven hundred bucks from me. I just Fuck. assume he's an old dude. I don't think so. No, because well, I uh, looked him up, and apparently he is a disbarred lawyer. Oh right, that's right. Yeah. We did investigate him. Yeah. What? I look up everybody. Chantal is like I call her Sherlock Google. I mean, it's <laughs> she will figure you out. But I mean, I I don't like to correct him because I he's like the parent who thinks their child is a genius because they can program the VCR. Yeah. So I don't want to tell him <laughs> that I'm not a genius because literally all I but do you're is good type words at into Google. social engineering. It's, I mean, I type words into Google. Yeah, but you're better than... Look, look, you know, you've done so many I things I do type like that. good words mm-hmm. into Google, but yeah, I don't know. Wow, that's... Yeah. Uh, he was a, a lawyer. Supposedly, yeah, and been disbarred. Yeah. Where did he find your... Letter. And he suppo- went to a po- like like a post in a office mail- box. Like and like mail- he just reached into a yeah. mailbox. Yeah. He reached into a mailbox, yeah. grabbed a bunch of stuff, and saw a check. Because that's like something your mom tells you and you forget about now. Because nobody ever writes checks now. It's all like nobody electronic. sends letters anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you know, remember my mom would tell me, you know, they would hold up to the light and be like, "Okay, there's a check in there," and they would take take it and they'd pop it open and then they'd just white out. Your I thought no, I thought that name. was cash. I thought then yeah, that's you had to the wrap cash and tinfoil and stuff. Was to avoid that. Well, I think they were at first. Yes, yeah. and now, and then I talked to my bank. They were like, oh, no, never send a check in the mail. Are you crazy? And I was like, what is the point of a check then? What is the purpose? I, this shit makes me feel so old now. I'm yeah. like, how did yeah. they... I, but how did they use an actual card in an ATM with my number on it? Yeah, I just I found out that you didn't have to. It wasn't legally binding to write cursive on a check. I thought like, I thought that that was the law. <laughs> that you. I thought that too until just now. Oh my really? God. That's you don't. Crazy. It is not the law at all. You don't all. need a signature? No, well, no, you need your signature. But, but she, thought, she thought it was cursive on the whole thing. The whole thing. I thought you had to write like 200. Oh, no, no, no. Just your signature. Yeah, you should I, see my scrolls. It looks like a caveman painting. No, no. When you write the amount, I am like the most block letter looking <laughs> yeah. shit because I can't. Honestly, I couldn't. 
Other than my name, I couldn't write anything yeah. in cursive anymore. I learned specifically to I write learn checks, cur- and I, I did not know until very recently that that was not the lot. Like I thought they would not take the checks. There's, I have a lot of weird idiot uh, savant <laughs> things like. Do that. Do they even teach cursive anymore no, in school? I don't, so. I don't think they do. We're a dying art. I know calligraphy from my gym teacher, Miss Galindo. I told you. Miss Caligro? Galindo. Oh, Galindo. Caligro. Caligro. I am Caligro, the greatest calligrapher in the world. Oh, my gym teacher, my fashion icon in Your sixth gym grade. Teacher? Wait, she taught you calligraphy? Yeah, in lunch breaks. In gym? No, lunch, we would have lunch. There was a calligraphy class. She, that's pretty... Uh, that's pretty. She's awesome. She wore so, hot doggers. And what the hell's a hot dogger? Like a, like a, like a matching uh, gym suit. Like a jumper? Suit. Yeah, like a matching gym suit. You know, oh. like, a to- like a windbreaker. I've like never heard it pants. called hot doggers. <laughs> that called, sounds like an 80s teen is, rom-com yep. thing. Yeah. Like, romp, like a sex romp. Yeah, we would have hot doggers. <laughs> Paula and I would go to Daffy's and we got matching neon hot doggers. Hot doggers, Daffy's. What else can you put in that sentence that sounds like it's from the eighties? Lip smackers. Yeah, yeah, we'd wear. It's like a Punky Brewster episode. Your That's what Dr. happens. Dr Pepper flavored lip smacker. Yeah, when your fashion icon is a lesbian sixth grade gym coach. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. What's up? Uh, now I'm just worried about uh, all of using our any credit card or anything. Yeah, I don't trust it, man. He's cash. He's cash. <laughs> Are you a drug dealer? <laughs> yeah, pay me in cash. <laughs> now I'm I'm like now at a point where like when I put in my pin somewhere, I'm like you hunched should. over you yeah, should. everything. I, I don't do think all that's that wrong. Stuff. I hit extra buttons and like blah, blah, blah. I found my credit card on the street. Somebody was trying to you put found it a together. tab of your credit yeah. card. How ridiculous. Two tabs separately Two on tab. different days on different streets. People, That's people are desperate and they'll try it and and the, they they not they don't really get persecuted. Like they don't really get like arrested yeah. for fraud if you do that quickie mail fraud small stuff so people keep doing it. I think maybe we should just get into it. Yeah, I think fraud's the way to go. Like go for it. Become yeah. Fraudists? Yeah. Fra- is it fraudists? Yeah, what, is that what it is? Fraudulence? Frauders? Fra- con- I think it's con men, isn't it? Con men. Grifters. We're going to do it, in New-, we'll do it in, New- really cool. in New Zealand. Let's do it. Because yeah. we, oh my God, we can make a million dollars. Oh my God. In like one day. Because they're so nice. They're just like waiting. They to haven't be been corrupted advantage. by our American You guys standards. love New Zealand. We do love New Zealand. Oh yeah. yeah we How love- long is that flight? 12 hours. Yeah. 12 hours? That's not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. 12 hours. To Sydney, it's about 14 or so. But- New Zealand's a little down and a little closer, and so it's only twelve hours. Steve, you should go. You to go New to Zealand. sleep. You That's watch such a movie. A long flight. You That's wake not bad. Up, What's the longest there? flight you've ever done? Probably sixteen hours. That's then longer. It's shorter. It's <laughs> <This is laughs> shorter than that. that. Where'd you go? I went to Hong Kong. Nice. I think that was sixteen. Yeah. I also went to Guam, Ooh. which was maybe fourteen. But did how was that flight? I was in college. It was great. So it was then, fine when I'm, you know, 21 years old. You don't care. Now that I'm 47, the f- sitting that long makes me crazy. It's even more fun. You just get to watch movies. Like, don't you sit at home that long? No, not that long. You, like, oh, really? Uh, not me, for 16 hours. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I was just watching a Lewis Black special on HBO, and he was talking about going to to New Zealand and he was just bitching about how long I guess he probably went from New York so it was even longer oh, that's, yeah, that's a yeah. hell of a flight he's just yeah he's like you get a drink meal meal drink drink meal mm-hmm. meal drink then you watch four fucking movies and then you still have fucking 14 hours yeah. <laughs> I can watch 
Yeah. Six movies in a row, oh no my problem. God. And like, there's, they, I've conditioned and it's myself. stuff yeah. that you maybe missed. Like, oh, I didn't catch that. And, and it's, it's still playing in theaters. I'll watch I That's the best movies. thing for flying with me is movies. Because yeah. I'm like, I can Because usually on airplanes, they're playing like, you know, when I, I flew recently and uh, they had fucking like... Um, the NWA movie oh, straight yeah. out of Compton. Wait, I was I like, think that's where we watched it too. No, we watched that here. We had a screener. Oh yeah, we had. A I was like, I hadn't seen that yet, and I watched that. I watched Black Mass on the plane. That was a great movie. It was, awesome. oh, that God, was that straight NWA out of Compton one. Amazing. It was so good. Yeah, they were yeah. both good. You know what? I just saw two days ago, which what? fucking. Did you see Green Room? Yep. So fucking good. Can we just say how good that was? And I knew nothing about it, which was even better. So. That, you know, like we were like, oh, we're at a museum. We're like, hey, let's go to a movie. And she's like, hey, there's this thing in Green Room. It's like Patrick Swayze. It's kind of like no, a punk Patrick rock. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. And, you know, it's like a punk rock thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, whatever. Let's just go see something. I want to see a movie. And then it was like white knuckled so all the intense. way through. We were staring at each other. Like we kept looking, looking at each at other each throughout. Other. Being like, what the Never fuck? Never got brought out of the movie. Like the whole audience. We can asked. talk about it after more after this. I don't want to give away spoilers because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still. No, it I, just I, went I, wide this weekend. Yeah, I don't want to give away any spoilers. Because that's all oh. my whole thing. When I tell people, I've I'm like, twice. just go see it. You will thank me. You will, you will have yeah. an anxiety attack, but you will thank the me. The only thing I want to say, public, it's the best depiction of punk rock in a movie. What do you think? Like, I yeah. think that isn't that's a documentary. That's not a punk rock movie. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah, suburbia. Yeah. Like, since suburbia. Like, because it just, it nails it. it yeah, like, I yeah. didn't take me out at all. like, of skinheads and stuff like that. Oh, so that good. that world is so complicated yeah. to me. Like, <laughs> totally. the, the fucking but it hits Nazi skinheads yeah. versus, you know, the... The straight edge and like uh, I yeah. could never tell a difference yeah. looking well, that's, at him. But that's like it preys on those fear. Like if you were ever into it, you never dabbled in it far enough because that scared you about oh, it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Even so it really like it hits everything you know about it and then kind of explains it, but not in oh, an exposition. So good. You, it's so I had zero problems with like no, there was nothing that took me out of it. <laughs> yeah, there was, no, was there was like, nothing that was I was so there were I. I I did you see it in a theater? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Was the audience like when shit would happen going, Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. But oh totally organically, like yeah. the, as a whole, like the whole audience gasped. Yeah. Which oh yeah. Incredible. I at one point like yelled, I went, Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was so happy that everyone else in the theater did at the same yeah. time too. It was yeah. a I haven't had movie. a movie experience like that in a really long yeah, time. Yeah, I was really was happy so, about that. I, was I like so ones excited when they, when about you get it. excited through the whole thing. Oh my god! I'm so glad you guys saw it because uh, I was like, I, I feel like I don't know a lot of people who've seen oh, it. Oh, we've seen it twice, no, and we've been telling we've been like, telling you know, I'm gonna get a green room tattoo. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's so, and they're all actors. You know, none of those guys are like from. Any I've scene. had Alia on my podcast. She's amazing. She was great. They're all so I love great. Her. She's so like, good. They were real. And how long is Anton Yelchin? Yeah, uh, amazing. And what's her name? Who's the girl? The oh, Imogen oh, Poots. Oh Poots. my god, yeah. was she good? She looked great. Yeah, that Chelsea man. Uh, oh, god, I gotta say, even though so Chelsea's cool. are are part of that whole world, oh. they are the sexiest haircut. You saying I'm gonna go get a Chelsea? Wait, what is that? That's the called Chelsea. a Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. where you have the long in the front. Yeah. I mean, she had a grown out Chelsea. Yeah. Usually, it's shaved yeah. except for the bangs it and the long. Look so good. Well, oh, I didn't Dracula. know there was a name for. It. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, it's oh, a Chelsea. It's yeah, so yeah. Cool. That's a great that, haircut, dude. I'm gonna go get a Chelsea. You kind of have. Do it. guys ever get? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, no, guys they do just the. They can. They can get like like they get the sideburn skinhead guys. I mean, like, like yeah, this is the problem because I find skinhead fashion like the sexiest thing of all time. It yeah. just comes right. with a whole other thing. You comes know? with like, If I could have comes just with <laughs> extreme racism, just hating my people specifically. Yeah. It's like a hate f- it was. It's the 
fashion equivalent of a fucking Hitler mustache. Yeah, where it's like, if I found Hitler mustache is sexy, like, that would be a bummer. That would be a huge secret. Yeah. It'd be a bummer for me. I don't want to grow one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do want you to dress like a skinhead, though. Like, after we watched This Is England. Oh, yeah. Did you see This Is England? No. Oh, you This love Is England. This is England. Awesome. It's, really it's so really. great. It's about, like, yeah, skinheads, like, in 80s. Like, like and it's 80s so England. well done. The actors are so good. And Amazing. this, like, little kid. And then they made it into a TV show. It was a movie first. And that kid, the, yeah, there's a kid in there that everybody says I look like. The one who you like. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's much better looking than I am. But um, he's got like a whole, at, like the, the straight <laughs> up outfit. Like, Ugh. like And like afterwards, I was like, James. Like the suspenders oh. and the docks. The docks, the, like, the really like tight shirt. So like next time you see us, if I'm sporting a Chelsea and James is dressed like a total skinhead. We're not Nazis. Just, we just love fashion. We just love It was fashion. so popular. Punk was so popular. You know, I grew up in Riverside just an hour away, yeah. but... Punk and ska were both the most popular oh, well, ska, fucking music I know, yeah. when I when I was growing up in like the eighties and nineties. Like, and even when I was playing in bands in Riverside, like, and those people fucking scared the shit out of me. We, I was in a band that was just, I don't even know how you would categorize this. It was kind of between punk and rock, but like, and one of the club owners really loved us, so he would let us open for everybody. We oh. opened for Sublime. We nice. opened for Di and Youth Brigade, who oh, were like nice. both like hardcore. Yeah. And so when we would play those shows, we would just play our songs faster. Yeah, like, no, it's, it's just like the when you make the green room. Yeah, when you make the set, where you're like, let's do our harder yeah, set. Yeah, the harder stuff. Do we stuff. have one? I remember we went in and there was a band before us, and we were like, oh fuck, they're gonna start spitting on us and throwing shit and. Or the singer was just like, let's just fucking play as fast as we can. <laughs> and it was fine. It worked. We opened for Slick Rick. Um, like, <laughs> on the first show he played after getting out of jail, and we're like, let's play our hip hop songs. I don't know what to do. Hey, you guys got nothing on me. I opened for Insane Clown Posse for an entire summer. Yeah. What? And that was one of my first... Concerts, okay, what? and it was at the height of their career when they're playing fucking hockey arenas, like huge, like twenty thousand kids, and all those kids want to see. I mean, it was like Gladiator. ICP. It was like Gladiator because yeah. you park your bus, and then the kids are lining up outside, and all you hear is them going like, you know, ICP all day long. They're not the concert's not even for hours away, but yeah. that's what you wake up to at noon. You hear people going ICP, we're going chicken hunting, we're going chicken, hunting. and then all these, you know, chicken and all these. I don't even know lyrics what that from the thing. And as soon as you get on stage, it, they they don't care. As soon as you get on stage, it's just boo, and they're looking for things to throw at you. We've had everything. Yeah, tell throwing them what you've thrown at you: shotgun shells, firecrackers, pretzels. That's just from seats, me. Side stage rocks, <laughs> rocks from the ground when it was parking lots. Like they were like, oh, like we went around. It's after our sound check and cleaned up as many rocks as we could because we were like, if we don't clean these rocks up, they're going to be hurled at us. In Two hours. Oh my god! So we went around the parking lot and got all the rocks. Just kept throwing them into the woods. I don't. We didn't get all of them, but we got as many as we could. And so let me tell you this: it was one of the best things that ever happened at the time. It was one of the worst, but the greatest thing is it's like getting jumped into a gang because what would happen is they would like come out the gate like throwing stuff, doing all this stuff, and you're and we were trying to kind of. Like, all right, let's try to befriend them slightly and be nice. Like, hey, who loves the clowns? We love the clowns. And the act between us and the clowns was Biohazard. Wow. And the lead guy from Biohazard 
after we had done what, what, our what's his name again oh i forget his Did, name he's like, I think he's I like in porn and stuff i think now. i auditioned to be his personal assistant or not audition um like sent in my resume on craigslist <laughs> this is like every couple that. of years i freak out about not having a job and i'll be like what right. do i do with the rest of my life and right. so i'll send out and um and i sent it out and i told you and you were like you are not allowed mm-hmm. to work with that guy and then oh. everybody else i knew was like fuck yeah that. no way yeah so uh i mean there's a there's nice the, yeah, Evan's a bad guy. There's an, Billy's a nice guy. Yeah. He was in Biohazard. So Evan from Biohazard. So we're in there trying to be like, hey, you know, don't throw rocks at us. Like, we're down with the clown, everybody. And we're like, this is terrible. Like, this isn't our act. Like, we don't give a shit about, you know, we're whether we're down da- with the clown. Like, we're down with anybody That's or anything. Favorite like that. Phrase. So uh, in between, like, the third show, Evan takes me aside. And that he was like, yo, you, you got to stop saying all that stuff like I'm down with the clown and stuff because that's our shtick. That's what we do. So now I sound like a putz when I go out there and say I'm down with the clown. And that was it. After that, we lost our mind. We're like, if this idiot is telling us to stop saying shit that we don't want to say. So right after that, we were like, fuck it. Let's just go out there and be the biggest assholes we can be. Yeah. And it worked because it's like they would be like, boo, boo. We'd be like, oh, you fucking assholes love this shit. And they would break the barricade, try to kill us. And then when the show was done, me and Steve would jump down the audience like, all right, here we are. You want to kill us? And they were like, oh, you guys are cool. You guys are cool. You're like, you took it. Like, you took the beating. And to this day, Fuck. we still have tons of Juggalo fans. Holy <laughs> Which shit. Is crazy. That's how you like, get Like, every so often, I'll be at a concert and some kid will like, lift up his shirt and he'll have like a fucking hatchet man, like, psychopathic Jesus record Christ, thing. Christ, dude. For life, those guys. Yeah. And, and I gotta wearing, say, he'd be wearing like hot pink, oh, like a dress got, and yeah, like yeah. fairy yeah. wings. I got arrested like, at, at Cobo Hall in Detroit. During yeah. that show, during for what for whipping my penis out and light and trying to light his <laughs> and dick trying to light my fire. dick on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Which and I gotta say, I'm grateful you didn't do successfully. What yeah. is the charge on that lewd behavior? Or yeah, uh, and they threw me in such the- a big dick in public. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they threw me in jail fire. for the whole weekend. They locked me up for the whole weekend. They didn't give me a phone call or anything because they wanted in to Detroit? prove a point. In Detroit, how Wearing was Detroit a hot jail pink outfit? And it was great. I had my own. Fishnets. I had my own. Uh, cell and all the guys had cells across the way were all in there for a while they had like TVs and stuff and they were like they were very uh, funny that one guy had like he was playing cameo all over the like over and over again he had like what? a cameo tape not what I would expect and they, were, they kept calling Jeff. me Pinky in the Brain because I was dressed in all pink and they were like yo where you coming from Pinky in the Brain Why? oh you at that concert Oh, what with the clowns? Oh man, yeah, you gotta watch that shit, you know. And it was, and I had bologna sandwiches every time for it was like bologna sandwiches for lunch he still and dinner. Eats bologna sandwiches. I love fruit, bologna and Fruit Loops for breakfast. Schweiger. What? Yeah, that's not bad. No, it was fine. Very good. Uh, he has it. You can read about you can it read in about his it comic, in my comic book. book. Did you miss any shows because you no, were in jail? No, thank God we didn't. Uh, the, for I missed. Uh, oh no, I missed one show. Uh, and then I was I was out in the time for the big New York show, so I was good. Were the cops saying anything to you when they were taking you in? Were they like, oh, yeah. Were you flirting they were really with dicks. one of them? What, what? Weren't you flirting? With no, with the, yeah, so what they did was nobody, they called the record company. We were, we were on Electra, so we were on like a big record label. So they, they hired some big lawyer and they paid him like 10 grand to come down and every, but nobody had talked to me and said like, hey, don't say anything, shut your mouth. So I was like, hey, what's going on? And so they bring in this woman who's with like SVU, like uh, sex crimes unit. And she's like, mm. what the hell am I even doing here? 
here and I'm like I don't know and so me and her just had to like we were just flirting I was like talking to her and I was like hey I was like you know I was like I never do this kind of th-. like these kids were throwing like shotgun shells and lit cigarettes at me and so I, I'm I just pulled. trying to survive yeah, yeah exactly I was like I'm trying to survive I was like these 12 year old kids that you're quote unquote protecting were worse than me I was like they're terrible they were like yelling at my my band the girls in my band like show us your tits and they're throwing all sorts of crazy shit and so she was very like oh you don't even you're not gonna like you're not gonna do this again right I'm like no I was like I shouldn't you know I'm fine and she was like all right cool well then you know let me sign you out I was like cool and as I'm leaving as I walk out the front door of the precinct in walks the ten thousand dollar lawyer and I notice him and I'm like hey are you here for James you know Jimmy Urine and he's like yeah, and I'm like, that's me. I was like, let's go. It's gonna be the the most expensive car ride I ever took. Holy shit! I was shit. like, I already talked myself out of jail. We don't need you anymore. But I you already got your money. Myself out of jail. I love you. <laughs> I flirted my way out. I flirted. Yeah. My way so out. that was a whole summer. Yeah, whole su- yeah. It was how like many shows? A couple, oh, ton. It was a ton. It was it was uh, for Amazing Jekyll Brothers a whole tour. Because both, uh, we, and we were even less of a uh, of a pussies than Cold Chamber because Cold Chamber got kicked off because they were getting pissy. They were doing these. Cold Chamber was the act. They had an act before that got kicked off. Then Cold Chamber came on, and Cold Chamber had like these pods that they came out of, almost like fucking oh, spinal tap. Oh my god, no! And they would get super way. pissy if their pod didn't work, well, or if yeah. the pod wasn't set up, or yeah. if somebody threw something at the pod, and they started making all this trouble. And ICP was like, "We don't want these guys making trouble. You're off the tour." And we were, would you happen to be in the right place at the right time? We we're like, "We'll take any tour." Like, I we, cannot believe any musician would ever have a pod. I know after spinal, spinal tap. tap, that's bananas to me. You'd believe the things I've seen. Stupid props like, just in general seem like yeah. you're asking for trouble. We see, uh, well, if you're yeah. locking yourself in a prop, yeah. like if you're trying to like come out of a coffin, yeah. I've seen so many bands where they're like dressed as like prisoners and they have, you know, chain, you know, they're, they're like handcuffs, handcuffs yeah. and then the handcuffs don't un- and the whole time they're <laughs> yeah. like, you know, for the whole thing. Well, when we toured with Papa Roach, remember, and like we were playing the same size venues that like you play yeah. and they brought mm. and you and you tour pretty like really light. Like we're the show. Yeah. Yeah. We have no lighting, no gear, yeah, no like just turn riser. All the lights Best on. way to do it. Yeah, yeah we just and turn then, it on. We go punk rock. But Papa Roach was playing like whatever they used. to And you were playing. open Morningwood. It was Morningwood, Kill Hannah, Morningwood Jet, and Papa Whoa, Roach. It was Jet, where, remember Jet? I yeah. do. Remember, they were very nice, and so they were managed by the same I manager. Hence, why they put that tour together because otherwise it made absolutely no sense. Yeah. And they were like total cats with their ears down the whole time. They were so bummed out. But Papa Roach <laughs> came with like. 12 foot risers like yeah. to play in venues like where like they yeah, had, like oh, they had a truck two buses where it's like oh you're just hemorrhaging money like oh, you just don't want no. it like some of those don't. venues are like thousand seaters yeah we it. know a couple artists where like when they don't realize like they just keep playing yeah, they're the getting same charged way. for that shit yeah. yeah and they keep playing the same way they used to and you're like dude you're just you're not losing and you're supposed anymore. to be making your yeah. all your money on tour yeah it's crazy because you don't make money in sales anymore do you yeah, yeah. no nobody does I mean, well, you make money in licensing. Yeah, licensing, you still make money. I still make good stuff because I, my kids like to still buy physical stuff. Vinyl came back really hard. It's like yeah. physical. They like t-shirts. But like, I make good money on the on the road because yeah. it's because it's merch. You have merch. You have it's the show. It also pops up the record sales if you're out. You're promoting. You know, and people don't buy the old records. I can't. Tour it's expensive ever. to tour. Um, it's bananas. Yeah, it's almost like, like you need a little afford. bit of invest. You need to at least because oh, you you don't have a label. You're no, doing I'm everything yourself. So I can't afford. Oh. I can barely afford to play shows in L. A. So that's why I don't play anymore. It's oh. just because like it's just I can't do it. How do we fix that? Yeah, you we, should be touring. You're great. Oh, live. thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, we uh we just don't. I just have you guys toured together? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. We met where we met. My band opened for his band, and then he- were you two together when when 
MSI was opening for insulin. No, that was like 2000, maybe 99. We met in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw a picture of me and he's like, I want to fuck her. You met on tour? Yeah. Yeah. Torquart. That's why I have the tattoo Our, Torquart. In, my internet guy was always like looking at new bands and we were in New York at the time. I mean, like that's where we're from. We're both from New York, but like, so, and they were uh, like a, a New York band and, and he was like, hey, this band seems pretty cool. They might be able to open our, you know, like the, the North and the East because they're pretty big on that side and they're yeah. coming up. And then everybody sent me a picture and I was like, oh, I want to fuck her. She's really cute. <laughs> and then we met April 9th, 2005. Yeah. Wow. Northampton, and Massachusetts. And she was opening for me and I was like, hello. And I remember it like viscerally and I don't remember like anything. Viscerally. Did you guys hook up on tour? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really quick? Yeah, but yeah. we didn't have sex. We didn't have sex until a month later. But we did later. a lot of other things. It, we did everything else. Hand holding. Uh, yeah, just a lot of hand holding. My sweaty palm no. in your sweaty palm. I talked palm. about this on the last podcast. Like he, he licked my butt in the stairwell. <laughs> <laughs> I taught I him. think you've tweeted that yeah, before. Yeah, sure, I'm sure. I think that's like her, that's her status. That, no, that's my, F, uh, that's status. my, uh, on my tombstone. That's going to be like. Stairwell butt lick. Yeah. What? <laughs> you have a tombstone? No, but that was the first time. No, it was going to be first girl to ever give you a blowjob, uh, to make you come from a blowjob. Yeah. That is, come on. That's something yeah, to that's, uh, that's, that's good. That's skill. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. To me, it was going to have no cavities, but like now I have play to me. I agree, like, dude. I'm not like, like I'm like, I, what I'm seeing is a head, like the top of a head. Yeah. And I don't, there's nothing going on. It's not like watching, like if you see it on a porno, that's different because you can kind of see the whole thing. Yeah, but what about is this head? Yeah. So that's where we met. It was, so tour is very, and then we've, we've toured after that. Like and uh, and so it's and that's always fun. That always gives us like a nice like. It's yeah, almost would, like uh like when people are like, oh, let's go back to the place where we first met. It's like tour is kind of like the yeah. Place yeah. We first met. So it's fun. It's romantic for us. Yeah, it is romantic. What's the longest you've toured continuously? I would say somewhere between. It was probably around from when I met you on, on like till about two thousand nine. There was a lot where it was like. There was breaks, but the breaks were so short. It was like a week or two weeks, and then it'd be like, "Oh, someone wants you out." Okay, Man, so we're out. Yeah, yeah. Here. And then it was like, "Oh, we're going because you go, you do America once all the way around." Uh -huh. I think probably it was between Rebel and If was when we really were like bang in. Yeah, and uh, and so we went around the block once. I call it around the block. Then we then you go to Europe and you go around the block, Europe and England. Then you come back, you do secondary markets around, and then usually around that time it's either summer or spring. I mean, like summer, spring, or sometimes fall, somebody wants you to open for them. Right. So then you jump on that, and that's if it's, if it's exposure, like a festival or something, like you know, like Project Rev or something yeah, yeah. like that. Then you go do that, and then something then comes might, up again. And then you might go out back to Europe. Yeah. That, and then you end up going to like oh, like uh, Australia. Australia. You go to Japan, Australia yeah. in the Jesus. in the winter It'll because it's their time. summer. If you, if it's got legs. If it's got legs, you want to push it. If it doesn't, you just don't have to leave your house ever. The That's great what thing I is, I, I really like my band, so it was never a, like me and my in my band. It was less about like, hey, let me let me find some musicians, right. you know, and then we'll write Welcome to the Jungle, and then we'll hate each other. It was more like, who are my friends that can actually play and let's have fun. Is that how you started a band? Yeah, like it was like it's you almost, already knew. Each other. Yeah, we all we knew. I knew all those. I knew Kitty. I knew Steve. I knew Lindsay. And we all wanted to like just be in. You know, I wanted people to. Oh, you can play guitar. So right, you cool. still playing with the same lineup? Yep. from the very beginning. Wow, yeah. uh -huh. that's rare. Yeah, Amazing, great. right? And they're and the crew. It, it took uh, it took about four years to really nail the crew. Uh, but now it's like the crew's perfect. Like it's we always go to the same guys, you know, Aaron and Johnny and because Rick you, and all those guys. Yeah, and, and, and usually if you have somebody in your band that's not working. 
uh, like usually it's in the band. Theirs was their management. You know, if something right. isn't working in the equation, yeah. If usually. yeah, if you're if someone's your slash to your axle, and then that's a pro- that becomes a problem. Right. But for us, it was the management. The manager was like a pain. Yeah. So once we figured that out, we were like, oh, that guy goes, and the whole team was great. The lawyer was great. The tour manager was great. Yeah. The you know the everybody all the way up and down. The the you know all the crew was had been really tight. And once we got that guy and kicked him out of the equation, we were like, oh, this is perfect. This is like. Do a you dream. play? An instrument at all? Not really. It's mainly it's mainly programming, and I mean, I can fake play guitar, but I usually sample. Because I'm always curious with singers, and you too, yeah. Chantel, like how? Because I I I'm it's pretty standard with most musicians, like guitar players, like yeah, my dad gave me a guitar at 14, yeah. and. Uh, Played forever, or you know, I found a drum set at a fucking <laughs> swap meet, and I played for yeah, every yeah. day. But like, I'm always curious with singers. Like, yeah, I just started singing in the shower so, once. I mean, and I literally was gonna say I sing in the shower. Really? That's how I, 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 well, I wrote Teen Inks poetry, like, and so I was like, if I put a melody to it, it makes it a little less angsty. So that's how I started like writing songs, and then. I performed at like my high school. Like we had these things called like coffee house. Where but you how did you sing. form a like a band? Like how did you start Morningwood? Um, oh, that was I went to a birthday party and I was really drunk. It was like Sean Lennon's birthday at the what? Da- at the Dakota. She don't understand. She knows. Was, she knew so right. many. She was like running around New York. Like, yeah, I was like a, a bad York girl just bad having girl. like a good time. Right. Like a part. Like part. I was in film school at the time, and so uh, and I went. It was the Dakota on Sean's birthday and we were at his house and it was like five in the morning and he was having everybody there like sing him songs and I was like <laughs> yeah that's such a royalty th- yeah. sing me a song well, no, we were you, all, like, in a circle, you girl was, sing yeah, me a song it was all, everybody was in a circle and so like you know it was like a who's who of musicians and whatever and I and it got to me and I was like drunk enough that I was like okay but I was shaking I mean physically shaking and so I sang a song that I wrote when I was like 15 like instead of you know teen Inks poetry and everyone was like oh what the what the fuck like you can sing and I was like oh I I, I don't know and yeah. then and then Pedro my bass player of 13 years and band partner sure. was like hey like you, do you want to come make music with me like I'm starting a project would you be interested in singing backups and I was like yeah like a real musician wants to make music with me I'd, yeah. I'd love to and then the next day he called me he's like help me come up with a name for it and it was Morningwood and then cut to 14 how, years how, later who came up with that name we both did, and it, you know, if I had known I would be in a band for 13 years called this Morningwood, I would have probably different. 100% differently. <laughs> like, I just didn't, I thought I was naming his project. I hadn't even sung a note. I right. wasn't in the band. Like, it was right. just, help me, hey, talking to you on the phone. First phone conversation. And we came up with the name Morningwood, and then cut to 14 years of my life later. Cut to David Letterman yeah, introducing Morningwood. Morning. Well, the label loved it. Like, we got signed to Capitol, and we're like, oh, they're going to make a change of name. They're like, here's one thing. You can not change your name wow we love your name and i was like that's your that's on you guys and you know i like the name i thought it was cute yeah i like it too i also like the way the fonts that you put on it and everything oh you mean the heart font Uh, yeah that was was literally hearts (laughs) (laughs) and it's a name that that now i don't even equate with a a morning boner yeah (laughs) i don't even 
<laughs> I think Morningwood, it, it sounds a, like a, a flower or something. Well, that's the true test of a band when you can take the name and make it your own. Like, what yeah. are the other, like Hoobastank. Like Hoobastank. Because now Hoobastank? all I think of is Hoobastank, the band. What's that supposed to Nothing, mean? Nothing, a piece of shit. I don't know what the uh, fuck it is. Uh, it's like, but Pearl Jam's a terrible name. Pearl Jam. That's a yeah. terrible name. But it's, now it's that it's stuck. No, there are a bunch of other bands, though, that have those names. Where yeah, Steely Dan. It's a dildo. Is it? Is yeah. It? Oh, 10 cc. That's also cum. That's 10. That's how much comes no, out. No, for real? Cum. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, that's right. There are a lot of secret sex names in yeah, band secret. that you don't think that are classic bands. And you're like, wait, that meant that the whole time? Yeah. Yours was kind of right on the surface. Yeah, we really didn't hide it well. My biggest problem is that nobody could understand what I was the name of the band was well people when you would tell them well now it's Morningwood or mindless Mindless self-indulgence like the best thing about it is it's so unique that nobody I don't have to worry about like it getting mixed up with them you put in mindless and self-indulgence gets thrown in but when you tell anybody over 15 oh what's the name oh you're in a band what's the name of your band Oh, mindless self-indulgence. Wait, mouse with a hull this one is? Wait, what? What's the name of it? It's mindless <laughs> self-indulgence. Oh, okay, the self-indulgent. Right. Oh, that's good. I have to look that up on the internet. I get and so annoyed. Like, I, I went on iTunes to uh, <laughs> when the new Iggy Pop came out, and I typed in Iggy, and the first thing that came no, up was Azalea. Azalea. Oh. And I was like, really? Aww. That came up first. That's a She's bummer. the worst. She's Ugh. awful. Terrible. I don't even know what she does, but I don't like. I don't like <laughs> that her That's name. A testament to her uh, name comes up before it's Iggy's. White female rap, but bad rap. Like, like she basically uh, does. She does a Nicki Minaj impression, really kind of racistish. Oh, wow. And she's uh, like a really tall Australian beautiful, chick. Beautiful, really beautiful girl. girl. Beautiful girl. But really bad. Like oh, it, when you but, see her, she like, ta- like like you know she's totally Australian. Like ah oh, hello, daddy daddy. I'm Australian. Hello. But then when yeah. she raps, it's like, yo, let me tell you, I'm, I'm the, but the, but. and it sounds oh, exactly man. like Nicki Minaj. Well, not exactly. It sounds like a, an Australian girl trying to do Nicki Minaj. No, but she, it sounds yeah. like she's doing a, an, impression an impression of her, yeah. which sounds really kind of racist. Yeah. I think, honestly, right up, except for the Beastie Boys and Eminem. I got and Eminem, which because of his skill level, I hate every single white rapper. I don't yeah, care there, we who know, the fuck you are. Yeah. I just hate, you sound like a dad the cadence, rapping. The cadence, <laughs> and the girl, yeah, the cadence, like there's a cadence and tonality yeah. like that yeah. just does not. And, and I've got nothing against you. My name you is as Steve a, and I'm here <laughs> to say. Well, yeah. no, you're great. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm a good, I, I am a good rapper. You, you, you based your on Barney Rubble, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Hey, Fred. Yeah. I love what is, where did you come up with the name for your band? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's oh, now well, it's, released. It's now it's released. It used to be, I used to be... Uh, Wait, it was a secret? <laughs> it was a secret, and the, the bet was if you could guess it, I'd give you a blowjob, but nobody could ever guess it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. 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 Um, it was from... Uh, an, it was from Atlas... But you wouldn't Shr- come... Unless <laughs> it was you, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me show Atlas you Shrugged. It. Atlas Shrugged. Uh, it was in Atlas Shrugged. It was in Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. I saw the words mindless self indulgence. I was like, that's a good name for a band. And I put in it, it was like page, I had the page downstairs. It's like framed, uh, like two, 952 or something like that. And I was like, that's a great name for a band. Nobody ever found it. Nobody ever guessed it, ever. Wow. Ever. 20 years. Like 20 years. Like, yeah. And then, so it became a point where people would ask me so much that I was like, if you guess it, I'll give you a blowjob. Right. right here really on the spot. Just like and nobody ever confident. did it. That's such a that was confident. A lot, yeah, well, after f- six years of nobody guessing it. Because you would come it, like all out of your mouth. Everybody first knew. guess they or got Or just it. like one guy tells the next guy, oh, it's Atlas Shrugged. Like, just a line you of You should have just drop, started dropping hints like name an album 952 or whatever <laughs> yeah. page number it Fountainhead. was. Fountainhead. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ein. I just imagine a line of guys waiting for blowjobs and then just being like, oh, it's Atlas Shrugged. Like, <laughs> as they go down the line and then just going, okay, give just me my blowjob. the biggest, job. fattest dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, it's Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, fuck. Why did I make that? Yeah, you really cast a check there. I, I put, a, I mean, I like put a it all out, check, man. Yeah. I was like, <clears throat> and I played chicken with that. Yeah, you used to do a lot of crazy stuff. Oh yeah. My favorite thing that he used to do on stage <clears throat> was when he would shave people's heads. No, you like loved he that. would br- I loved it because he would find somebody with like <clears throat> a guy with like long hair. Well we would give him stuff. His- so the whole shtick was if anybody wants free merch, they can totally come up on stage right now. We will give yeah, them will shave whatever them free merch, but we get to shave your head. But like not in a nice way. And they were like, Okay, cool. So you'd get some girl with like long hair, or some dude who had like you know had like a nice cool haircut, yeah. and we bring them up, and we j- we literally have <laughs> clippers, and we just plug it in to the you know to the power supply, and then we'd be like, all right, and Steve would usually do it. And we'd give him like male pattern baldness. <laughs> oh my god, that's so, great! And so for the rest of the of the concert, probably for that night until they got to a scissors or a, or a hairstylist, they would have male pattern baldness, and then we'd give them whatever they wanted. They'd be like, <laughs> and we would we'd give they them whatever awesome they wanted. We'd give them like two records and a couple. T-shirts, whatever they want. Is that worth that? <laughs> Two records. God. Yeah, that's great. No, uh, unless really you're good, automatically planning on shaving your head anyway. The only bitch about that was it was almost. It's hard to afterwards to sing with all that hair on the stage because <laughs> you would have hair in your mouth. There'd be hair uh, everywhere. It was just like, gross. like kissing a dog or something, you know. So good. You got a, you got a lot of good sticks. I did. I have I a lot of good you have sticks. so much energy. It's yeah. crazy. I, I'm saving it. When up. was the I'm show you did uh, downtown? Fairly uh, recently that we all Nokia? went to at Nokia. Yeah, it was Nokia. Uh, that was I think 2013. Yeah, that was like Nokia two or three years or ago. No, what, yeah, fourteen. It was fourteen like was up uh, was up here at the House of Blues. In Sunset, I went to which, the one at Nokia. No, okay, so that was like 2013. Yeah, 13. And I just remember thinking, "Fuck, he's almost the same age as me." And he's got so much fucking energy, it's bumming me Gotta out. Gotta get it out now. Yeah, but he doesn't <laughs> use it anywhere else except on stage. Like, he yeah. is a sloth person when he's I not I save on stage. it all for the stage. So, like, my day is I will sleep until sound check. So, whenever sound check is, like, three or four, they wake <laughs> me up, I go to sound check, you know, check, check, check. Then I go back to... <laughs> is that what you the, do? Check, 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 check. And then I go back to the bus. Sibilance, sibilance, I get a burger... Like a like a one McDonald's cheeseburger, like the dollar burger, yeah, and uh, he calls it a and a, and a Gatorade, and then I eat that. Then I go if I have time, I go back for a nap if it's a late show. Fuck, dude. Then I get up, we get what? ready, and and we get ready based on the on the band. So when it's like a half hour before the first band goes on, uh, I'll shake up a flat uh, like a coke until it's totally flat and pound it and that'll make me have to shit. Then I'll take all my stuff and I'll go into the dressing room. Now our dressing room is empty for the first two bands yeah so i'll like now it's like free there's nobody there i don't have to worry i can just shit my brains out so i'll shit my brains out then i'll finish getting ready and then by the time the second band is <laughs> wow. on the rest of the band is you know my band is in the dressing room we're all kind of like talking getting ready to go on the show we're like pacing around like two like a bunch of lions in a cage like and then when it's time to go you know then i'm like i have a red bull that I shake up again, totally flat, pound it. Now I'm why flat so that I can like, pound it, so I can just go 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 go, go boom. So and it's it doesn't done. bloat you. Yeah, and... so it's just done. And now I'm re- like I'm like I'm in a rubber band, like in a slingshot. I'm ready to go. So for the first half of the set, um, bam, like come out of the, of the you know like a fucking rocket ship, and then Jesus at the God. halfway point, I'll have like a little cocktail, and that'll start to bring me down slightly. And then by the time, as you get to the end of a set and you get tired, you start to realize second to last song, you're kind of like, oh, 
the second to last song. I can fuck this up. I can up. go it crazy. Matter. I can go crazy. I can do whatever. It doesn't matter because even if I mess the song then up, the we're done. the adrenaline of being finished. Yeah, yeah, the adrenaline of being finished. You're, you have a little buzz on. Because there's nothing better than finishing a set. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. the best. Like, and you know it's like, oh, this is going to be the song, encore. Like the set you're where done. you're like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Like, I did it. I survived. Yeah, it's yeah, an I survived. It's yes. like the end of, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre when yeah. you get out. It's the and same with comedy. Yeah, the last, when you're starting on your last really? show, you're like, oh, uh, fuck. Or when you see the light and like you have five minutes left, you're like, fucking sweet. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's interesting. Uh, and you have fucking crazy energy too. Do you fucking yeah. Red Bull it up? Uh, yeah, I do because I never drink Red Bull otherwise and I don't drink soda. So yeah, I'll do a Red Bull, not flat. I'll take a shit and then I'll slap myself in the face and punch. And uh, Shits and, are important. Yeah, no. Really? Gotta, yeah, I MPC always have to out. shit before uh, I go on stage um, and I, I, slap my fa- I slap myself in the face and I pinch my nipples and then I go out and that's my... That's my tradition. And I'll do some stretching and vocal warm-ups. I used to do this thing when I first started taking classes at the Groundlings, like improv classes and sketch comedy. When I got to the level in in the uh, program where I st- we started doing live shows, I was, would get so nervous. I would be so nervous that I would, uh, for like hours before a show, I wouldn't eat anything yeah. or drink anything because I was afraid I'd throw up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and... I, I just found I was always really tired on stage and like weak and I'd sweat a lot because I was so weak. And it wasn't until like years later that I was like, fuck it, I got to eat. And I ate like a huge meal before a show and it was awesome. I was like, oh my God, I have fucking energy we now. Only, I only eat very specific yeah, things before I protein, really small like day protein. of show. Like, yeah, I do very, very, you don't eat, like, I, I, I never drink before shows either. He, he does, but I don't like, I don't ever want to have being drunk being a reason I mess anything right. up. So like, I never drink after shows. If I have a day off, like it's, you know, it's work to me. Like what other job do you go to? do you go get drunk you know so to me it's not yeah. an excuse it's yeah, a job. unless like, it's like england or japan i rarely go with whatever the local cuisine is because god forbid you have like a gumbo in new orleans and then the next day you have the puke. shits oh. or you puking f that s oh my god i've you gotten know? such i've had food poisoning during a show where i was like going in between every song and like throwing up off that's the what i was gonna ask next is yeah. either of you had to do oh, shows fuck. sick yeah, yeah, yeah well imagine fucking uh, I should have known we were at a diner in the desert in the middle of summer, but I was like, they wouldn't serve fish if oh, it was bad. No. I was like, fish? they wouldn't put it on the menu. And I was like, oh yeah, they would. And so cut to me just every single song, like even in between verses going and puking, just projectile vomiting off the side of the stage and then coming back and be like, Lauren, this next song is a... How could you even still perform? Like, the show You get month. so weak when you're dehydrated The only like that. show we've ever canceled um, was when our guitar player, and we were playing a free show for Camel in at Webster Hall. Oh God! This and uh, and we went to sound check, and then our guitar player went to go smoke pot in the, like a dark corner, yeah. and he fell off the stage and dislocated his shoulder. Oh no! And like this was between sound check, like doors were opening, and oh, so no. the place was packed. So I had to go out. Like in my show costume, ready to go on stage and being like, I was crying and being like, the show is canceled. I'm so sorry. And like, here's free t shirts. And then I spent the rest of the night taking photos with people in like a photo booth. I was so fucking sad. How horrible did your guitar player feel? Well, he had to go have like surgery. Oh, it was bad. It was really bad. Like, he had to go, it lasted for like years. He got fucked up from falling off the stage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Super fucked up. And that's a lesson why we don't smoke uh, drugs. Have you ever, played sick 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the last, that Nokia show. Oh yeah, sick. the Nokia show. That was show sick you saw. Too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which was even worse because that that was a show where everybody was like, "Oh man, you were awesome." I was like, "That was the worst." I was the whole tour, and really, yeah, the worst. Yeah. Because also, I'd never ever get like I always like barrel through it. I never get like you know people get those shots where they cortisone or something mm-hmm. like that. Like then like they puppy right or back B12, up. Or B twelve. Yeah. Yeah. B twelve and stuff like that. So I never get any of that, and so it was so bad. I was so flu like, and my voice was was going because I kind of gave it all in San Francisco, <sighs> and then I was like. I was like, all right, I got to get a cortisone shot so that my voice comes back in. And I went down the street to get the shot. And the guy sticks me and it's steroids, you know, whatever they're giving you. It's like these crazy steroid shots. And I didn't realize that it like, when you get a steroid shot in your leg, it stiffens your leg up. It's almost like having a Charlie horse. (laughs) So now I'm limping back and I'm so pissed. I've got steroids in me, so I'm really pissed. Yeah, (laughs) angry. I shouldn't have gotten this shot because now I can't even move. So what's this show going to be like? I can barely sing. I can barely jump around. And it started to loosen up a little bit. And at a certain point, after about four hours, it kicks in and it's almost like a super pain relief. So I just did the show and I was like limping every time I landed off a drum, you know, like jumping off the drums and landed it like I could feel it through my whole oh leg. Oh my God, dude. And, and that was the worst show the whole tour. And and everybody was like, that was great. I didn't even notice. No, like, you did I great. was like, oh. I know. What you yeah, did. that was a good fucking show, he's man. A, he's my favorite performer. He's so incredible. I, I'm so in awe of him, a performer. Like he's The only thing favorite. I think that saved it was it was a best of. Yeah. Like I went through because I was like, well, I can't do a good show. So I'm going to do a best of yeah. all the bits and all the things I've said and so all the things good. I've done the whole tour. He's just so clever. I love his in-between. Oh, were you wearing a Minecraft? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came yeah. out in a Minecraft yeah. helmet. Yeah. Are you a, do you play Minecraft? I like Minecraft a lot. I, fucking, I, I used to I played it. it. I it's it stole a couple months out of my life. Me too. The problem I is we don't it. have an Xbox One because we don't want to um, have a camera in our house. <laughs> That's always so smart. On us. That's smart. Yeah, but granted, I have my phone, which I'm sure is recording everything I say at all times. You know, I mean, it's not at this point. It feels silly. But what was the one guy they did like an an interview with to talk about like Homeland Security and stuff and like Snowden? Yeah, and they went in and like he fucking as soon as he goes in, he's like turning off people's phones and he's like putting shit over like the computers because yeah. he's like he's like oh yeah they can see all this shit. I know, that's and crazy. it's not even that I have anything interesting going on, but yeah, like, you're just gonna see me scratching my balls and like eating the sandwich, <laughs> smoking pot. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's it's really it scares the shit out of me. So I was like, I'm not gonna buy the product that's watch, even though I did with my phone and I carried it around twenty four seven. But I was like, I'm not gonna buy another product that's always watching. Well, we had right. the we had the what was the camera that originally came with the 360, and then we put it out, we threw it out like the fucking like a poltergeist, like sure. put the TV out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I don't like, it, especially when they were saying with the Xbox One that it can like read your emotions. Where what? It like, wasn't it when we what? went for the first demo where they're like, it tells you if you're happy or sad. And I was like, James oh, can't yeah, even tell can if read, I'm happy or sad. Like, it, I don't want a machine. You can do some, something weird. I don't know if that's uh, accurate or if that actually made it all the way. But like, it was something where it could. Well, originally when we first went to, what was it, PAC? Yeah. Like, no, no, it wasn't. It. it was e- E3. E3, yeah. And they were like. They were uh, demoing it and they were saying that, like, like yeah, I can be able see to tell that you you're feeling. And I was like, no. What you're feeling, if you're kind of happy or sad or what you're thinking and I was like what that's not good like, yeah. I don't want anything you want a happy game play the happy game yeah who cares if you can tell if I'm happy or sad I need someone to fix whether I'm happy yeah. or sad <laughs> or well, now sad they have, not happy like, therapy on like apps and things like that what? have you started no. yeah it's crazy it's cheaper do you go to therapy it's cheaper <laughs> yeah do you like your therapist yeah yeah I, like I actually it. stopped going a while ago I, I'm 
You're I went for years and then I felt like I just reached a level where it wasn't happening. I feel like I should go back and, you know, since my dad died. Oh, yeah. I, I, because I felt like I dealt with it fine. But then when I went to see my, uh, what's the one that prescribes medicine? Psychiatrist. When I went to my psychiatrist, not my therapist, but my psychiatrist, who I see like every five or six months to, yeah. just to get a prescription for my antidepressants. It had been like three months and uh, I went in and she's like, so what's new? <laughs> and I just immediately started like fucking bawling. Oh. I was like, my dad died. And yeah. I was like, oh, I should probably go back to my therapist. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, it's really Worth hard to you don't realize you think you've dealt with it and yeah. then cut to 10 years later. You're in therapy being like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. that's why I can't watch movies of people in coma still and without crying like yeah. hysterically. Uh, the human brain's the worst. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I find it obscenely comforting that it's like, I'm not special. You know what I mean? Oh, no, I, it's so common. I love it. That makes me so happy because the things that I thought made me interesting are not interesting at all. They're just a, a, a random hodgepodge of quirks that my brain has put together to yeah. pretend to keep me safe. Best thing I ever did was move to L.A. and start meeting other like comedians or actors or musicians and artists who are like... Oh, yeah, that's a panic attack, dude. Oh, yeah. I get them all the time. It was the most freeing feeling. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even know. I mean, I just started figuring out that I have like mental illness. Whatever what we got. Mental illness. Is that what you call it? Mental, mental illness. illness. Uh, mental illness disorders. Uh, no, it used to be such a stigma with even saying mental illness, yeah. but yeah. it's. That's such a wide spectrum. It yeah. doesn't mean crazy it, no. anymore. It's. It's horny all the time. Yeah, that Just depression, like, you know, addiction, yeah, I have it's depression, all mental illness. Severe anxiety and OCD. Like those sure. are all um, like and I just had that diagnosed last time. And it's just so interesting to me and I'm trying to figure it out and get a grip on it, but I just feel late to the game where I'm like I'm trying to catch up guys and figure out what the fuck is going on in my head. It's No, cool. and I mean I was late to the game too. I was like when I started doing therapy, I was like 30 34, 35. Yeah. And James is like right as rain. James has nothing wrong with it. He's Sorry, guys. so jealous. It's so he's the most normal, I'm, even keel. The, that's what I'm most jealous of is people who just are just yeah, I'm good. He's just <laughs> he's just chill. Like he's just a chill dude, and like he yeah. handles everything just on a. It's really amazing. So I like use him as my checks and balances. We're like, is this ridiculous or not? And he's like, no, that's cool. And I'm like, okay. I always have my friends like that. Where if we're in public and I start feeling like I'm having a panic yeah. attack, I'll be like, is it hot in here? <laughs> and if they're like, yeah, it's warm in here, I'm like, oh good, I thought I was having a panic attack. Although there's certain times where he does like exacerbate. Where for example, like if I hear a, a noise in the house late at night and I'll be like you know and then I'll sit there being like I think someone's breaking in as opposed to him being like no it's fine it's the ice maker he will get up with like a bat and that's like walk around. Oh, I don't no, want no one amazing. breaking in our house no, yeah, it's that's incredible I'll kill him but 99.9% of the time it's in my not in my head but it's just like something that it's doesn't nothing, need to be it doesn't encouraged. need to be a bat but it's once, not danger yeah. but I know every sound in the house yeah. <laughs> no, I do. Like when you when I first when we're we, musicians. When the we were, farting ghost. You yeah, know. I know if it's a yeah, farting ghost. I don't yeah, know if it's a moaning that's ghost. That's the farting know. ghost in quotation marks that lives right next to you. <laughs> Wait, he's not a ghost. <laughs> yeah, um, we've been haunted for a real long time. Yeah, yeah. By that farting ghost. <laughs> farting so farty. Ghost. Oh my god, I'm a fart. The fartiest person in the entire world. That's cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the sexiest. Yeah. Who knew the I don't know how you comboed the two of those, but man, you really did it. Sometimes well. I'm like, James, how are you still attracted to me after certain oh, ones? Like so you cute. have to have like I picture respect and like dignity, like something that I was is never, almost coaching. But that's like, not even. I was never one of those guys who was like, girls don't shit or fart. I was like, right. girls fart, girls shit, everyone shit. You know, like no, the girls don't shit rose petals. I was like, people have diarrhea, all that kind of stuff. I was like, it doesn't I fucking bug me. Diarrhea rose petals. Yeah. That's what my diarrhea. <laughs> I can't help but shit all these. Flowers. Wait, you hate shit talk. I do. Oh, I my last podcast was almost all shit talk. Uh, I don't want to repeat that podcast. <laughs> and Angela Trimber. I, I couldn't believe I was talking about it all with a but girl, too. she was too. so great in Final Girls. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. So Final Girls awesome. was awesome. Yeah, I really like That was a good movie. There's a lot of great movies coming out now. I'm so that was, Wasn't that partially written by or partially written by the kid who was the kid in River's Edge and Near Dark? No, is that for real? Yeah. I don't know if he wrote I the whole thing or he was no, I think, or he I think was he partial wrote writer. It, Final Girls, yeah, yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I was looking up the, you know, we were watching. I was, you know, you always look at the IMDb of stuff now when you're watching. I always stuff. wondered what happened to that kid. He well, was great. He was great. He was yeah. creepy. Oh, I love yeah. Near Dark and River's Edge is so cool. Yeah. River's Edge. That kid was creepy. Yeah, as he fuck. was awesome. That was a good movie. He had good personality. Did you guys see Blue Ruin? Yeah, yeah we, we ran watched home. that as soon as we came home from Blue Room. Cool. We were like, now we got to see Monster Party. Have yeah, I have it on, D- on Party? DVD, yeah. Ooh, can we borrow that Yeah, I'll loan it to you. Yeah. It's good. It's awesome. Those guys are a good team, Jeremy and uh, Macon. Oh, that guy is such a yeah. good actor. Uh-huh. How about that scene in uh, Blue Ruin where he throws up? Oh. You know, he's sitting on the side oh, of the yeah. road. Yeah. And he throws up and you're like, he really just threw up. Like, so that's good. not... You know, I hate in movies when someone just oh, you can yeah. tell they have a mouthful yeah. of shit and it's see. I don't mind that. I hate it when they just go off camera and go blah 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 blah. blah. I would at least put you like yeah. you're, you have millions of dollars in a giant movie and like yeah. you know some Kate Hudson or someone's coming in from another room and they oh and you know it's like just put like spaghettios in their mouth and make them go like blah. they don't even do that. Why don't even they even do that? No, this guy really puked. Yeah, and that's I was, incredible. I, I, I DM we're friends on Twitter and I DM'd him and I'm like, Did you really throw up? And he's like, Yep. That's awesome. And he said That's he acting, I think man. he said he drank like a twelve pack of warm beer. That's awesome. A twelve pack and just sat there and they turned on the cameras and they just waited. That's, that's amazing. Awesome. He's such a good actor. Yeah, because that's really like an angle good. you can't. There's no hose. He's there's no so nothing. good in Green Room too. Oh. oh my god, all the performances in it. God, yeah. I love that Back movie to so. Green Room. Like I have not left a movie that excited in a really yeah, long time. Yeah, it's been a couple of years. I hadn't, and I also hadn't been that excited to see a movie in a long time. I, we too. had no expectations, which so was, that even was even better, even cooler. It was, Von, like, it was not Van hyped or Van underhyped. Although we have now. Vaughn hyped it to everybody. No, yeah. me too. That's, that's we've got. I mean, I've been all I tweet about is green. You would think I'm getting paid, but I'm not. I like. I just loved it. I just. Yeah, New Zealand and so Green Room should pay just, you, man. Especially something that's based on like a subculture. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and and, and in <clears> music, like we're so picky about all of those things, but they nailed it. And it's just oh. a great story, and it's so well done. And everybody go see it. It's so creepy. Yeah, it's it's definitely. so good. It's scary, and it's like traumatized. We were trying to think of what it's called. Yeah, like, because it's not like to me. That's a horror movie. Like a horror movie isn't like it's like traumatic. People get killed off by. I a think I read on Twitter because I follow the the movie on Twitter, like Green Room movie yeah. account, and the, you should check it out. Today they had posted something where they like, it's like a really short interview with the director. Yeah. And I think he called it a siege, a siege thriller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it is. A siege it is movie. a siege thriller. Yeah. God, it's so creative. So it's so well done. Like I had no problems with 
and like not one thing was. I think really that's cool. like the most surprising thing. Not surprising about this guy's movie, but surprising about movies in general. It's really hard to go see a movie and not come out with some critique. Like yeah. I love the movie, but uh, the bad guy wasn't very good. Or I love the movie up until this point. Why didn't they just do this? And it looked, Basically, we're looked so good too. Oh, so, and that was great. all built. That whole set was built from scratch. Yeah. I just and and a lot of those people like weren't punks or anything. They just they made just them act- like uh, the, just the styling. I wish we could talk about the actual story. Mm-hmm. I know it's so. Maybe, but we can't just go see it. Just go see it. Go Maybe see in a few you'll months thank us. we'll do oh, another yeah. podcast. And I like that it's like grow because every per- we every person. Oh, we the word of mouth on this is, thing is crazy good yeah holy moly yeah every time you, you tell you you, you know you, you talk to people who've seen it or you've seen it with friends or whatever, everybody starts talking and it starts going everybody's what's green room oh i gotta see that this is gonna make a couple people go see it at least oh at least. Yeah, yeah yeah for sure just take our word for it just don't drop what you're doing and go see it right go now I, I was the same way with blue ruin when i saw it i was like telling people i'm like you have to fucking see this movie i can't wait to see what it's that a revenge does. movie but like if we tried to get revenge <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and not a comedy it's just a dude yeah. who can't figure out how to work a fucking gun or <laughs> yeah that's so good. It's such a good oh, movie. That yeah, movie I'm was really intense. excited to see what he does next. I hope yeah. he does. I hope he does another like just sort of compact movie like him type of like not like a Hollywood handy yeah. movie. No, I not think that I don't he think he's do being, that. I think I, he said he's being offered like bigger movies, and he's. And gonna, I mean, and I'm all for that, but then it ends up, then it starts to get diluted. Let's know just I mean? talk more so, about Jeremy Solner's uh, career well, like, like, Who's the guy who did? Who's the guy who did Moon? Uh, Duncan Jones. Uh, Duncan Jones. Yeah, because like Moon was great, and then and all, and his stuff, and then the, and the, and I liked the Jake Gyllenhaal movie he got. That was the big Hollywood movie. But then now, Nightcrawler. Yeah. And he had all. He was going to do a Moon sequel. He was going to do like a Blade Runner style movie. He's going to do all this uh, stuff yeah. that was inspired him from the seventies. Yeah, but look, we have a friend who just jumped like look at Gun. He jumped from like you know Slither to Super to yeah, but that's Guardians. that's different. That's, he re, he reinvented the the yeah, wheel. Yeah, but I'm with saying you did a great let job. People grow. I also feel like James is like kind of meant to fucking direct big yes. budget yeah. movies totally. like that. Yeah, like no, that he was, wanted to do that. That was something he had to get to. That was like, yeah. a, that was like a perfect storm. Yeah. Like, yeah. He had when his like, sight set for that. He, I am always curious at how people go from indie films to yeah, like to a major like John Favreau too. Like, yes. Yeah, he's doing he's a great example. Weird yeah. movies and then all of a sudden fucking Iron Man? Yeah. What? Yeah. But he did but those, yeah. those are the most sometimes, unexpected. Yeah, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it works out. Yeah. I want to see Bobcat do a big movie. Oh, yeah. That'd be I awesome. want someone to give Bobcat a lot of money for a movie. Movies. Yeah, that would be great. It's really nice. Oh, guy. man. Yeah. What was the one? Uh, was it Worst Dad or? Uh, oh, World's Greatest Dad. World's Greatest Dad. Oh, that oh. movie was the best. That was such a good movie. That's a good. Such that's such that's a good I think that's his best movie. I so love good. that movie so love it. goddamn much. It's like you're crying terribly like in the first 15 minutes and then all of a sudden <laughs> the whole thing turns. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I He's so fucked up. Robin yeah. Williams so much. Yeah. I still haven't watched a Robin Williams movie. Like I can't. Like I... I we cry, I cried for like three days. Three days, yeah. It was yeah. like it was like your a, a person died. Yeah, which feels really gross to like cry for somebody you don't know. Like I have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Like just in fandom. Did you but... cry when Prince died? No, I didn't either. <laughs> I, but didn't. I love him, but I was never. I got really... he wasn't my guy. Bowie. Yeah, Bowie. I, I got really upset. I fucking cried. Bowie. Like I, I got really upset. Yeah, I definitely. Upset. There were things that came up. Like I would see performances and I would cry. Prince. I love. Prince. I love Prince. Although yeah. I did watch Purple Rain afterwards. Oh my god. Have you watched it recently? No. Bowie. Really? Oh, it does not hold up. Not friendly to women. Oh like, yeah, no, of course not. I mean, but weirdly just, unfriendly to women. He like, leaves over. her like he leaves Apollonia. First of all, their song is called sex shooter Apollonia and they're wearing lingerie oh, sex shooter yeah sex, sex shooter that's right yeah, I forgot about that and he leaves her in her lingerie after her big performance 
on a train track in the middle of the night, like with trains going by and he's like later. And then he redeems himself with everybody he's fucked over in his life by paying playing purple rain that's the only thing he doesn't say sorry or anything he just plays purple rain and everyone's like oh prince You're how forgiven. can i say no to you yeah. and that it's and then it freeze frames and then he goes into another song and it freeze frames he has a guitar that like spurts come out of it and yeah. it freeze frames on a cum spurt coming out of his guitar <laughs> and then goes and cuts to cum a picture spurt. of his face and then goes into a weird ass fucking medley of every song in the movie like 20 seconds of it cut off in the weirdest place it's oh, the I don't weirdest that ending. It's so bad. Like Morris Day is amazing. He yeah. holds up, right? The Morris Day and the Time bits. Morris Day, and listen, even Prince is so. Oh well, great the performance stage, stuff is great. But as he is not a likable person in that thing and yeah. in that movie at all. Morris Day, I love. Yeah, I'm but glad. They I, all hate women. I'm glad I, pl- I got to play. I've, I've played First Avenue a bunch of times. Yeah, I, I love First Avenue. Yeah. It's yeah. a great venue. Such a good ending. It sounds good. Oh my god, those monitors are crazy. They look like they're left over from the seventies. They're like the size of houses. Each really? Monitor. Oh, they're the best. I want to go. I've never even. I've only ever been to the airport for Minneapolis. Layover. You're yeah. really not missing anything. Yeah, you're not missing much. First Avenue is the best part. Yeah. <laughs> That's really their pride and joy. Yeah. What other good uh, venues have you played? Oh, have you ever played? The Norv is great. Which they have a basketball yeah, that's court. A, unfortunately, that? it's in North Carolina. Oh. Oh, is, it, is it North Carolina yeah, or is it Virginia? North, no, it's North Carolina. It might be on the border. Oh, but. you know where Phoenix, uh, Phoenix, the Celebrity Theater, they mm-hmm. have a rotating <gasps> stage, oh, yeah. a circular yeah, rotating yeah, stage. Yeah. Like really? the Beatles played there. Yeah. I played there with Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and then right afterwards, Fredo had gotten in a bar fight, our drummer at oh, the yeah. time. And he had gotten dragged out of the bar and he had got had a cut and it got infected and he got sepsis. And so right after that show, he passed out and had to go to the hospital and almost died of blood poisoning. That's crazy. And that's rock and roll, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Sepsis <laughs> and infections. Yeah. Sepsis. And Fallout Boy. And Fallout Boy and Sepsis. Oh, yeah. And I remember I really pissed off Fallout Boy because I like went and played their drums like well, like that were set oh, up. Like, like, I went they, to go, oh, like their back line? Yeah. Well, while during your show? On a rotating oh, you're stage. Oh, the best. Which was I the love, best. No wonder I married you. That's yeah, and I was like, that running, we would I do. Mean, a rotating stage is the coolest thing of all yes. time. Like it was We've so, only had one running change stage ever. And it, was, it was like, uh, did you get nauseous? I shekels can imagine of getting, Aki or something like that. I wouldn't like that. I think I'd get sick. It was a lot of people did, but I had a great time. As a, like, as a, I think Kitty got caught the most ill. Oh yeah, she's standing so, still. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could like jump off. Yeah, jump I back was on. rotating with it. She was like, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah. She's like, I have to look down. The Is line. there a way to just tell the? Yeah, the you can tell say, them, but, don't rotate the but stage. But when you have a rotating stage, which is probably only well, two or three in the, in the world. Round, so other people aren't going to see you if you're not rotating. Yeah. Suck it. You should have gotten your tickets earlier. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know which side they'd be playing to, though? Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it's a really cool theater. Cele- that's my favorite place I've ever played. That's cool. Celebrity theater. Um, a lot of good places. Let's go to Twitter. I actually asked for questions, oh, which yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I always forget to do, but um, I didn't people forget today. Uh, Anne writes... Is Jimmy Urin physically capable of typing in lowercase letters? <laughs> a no. lot of your tweets are no, all uppercase, right? They're all uppercase. Right? It's my shtick, man. It's my thing. I love it. It's like, it, to me, Twitter is graffiti, which is why I love Twitter a lot. Yeah. Because you come, like, if you do something on Facebook, like, if you say, like, I hate this, then people put out, like, a giant manifesto of why you shouldn't hate this right. or why you should love this or why you're a bad person. With Twitter, it's graffiti. You jump into a neighborhood, you write, you suck, shh. 
And so I try to do it so that it it's like that. So it's big block letters, ends with a Z, you know, has, yeah. you know that's it, motherfuckers. And then what I split. And what's the worst? You got 140 letters to try to combat what I just did. And by yeah. that time, I'm out getting all city, motherfucker. Um, and you also have another reason, but you never. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, what? The dyslexia? Yeah, that's yeah, really. That's, no, but you've never said that before. No, I've said that you've before. You've never said no, that. No, but that. Yes, I, keep I track have. Of it. I have a hundred percent. How does that help with dyslexia? Well, because I just like for this, like I have dyslexia, so like I'll see letters backwards or I'll misspell things. Like, right. So this way, I don't have to just worry about. It. So I, I, and it's actually based specifically. The real specific is it's based on uh, the cartoonist Von Bode, who did Cheech, you know, Cheech Wizard, right? And which they based like wizards and stuff off of, like that. Yeah. Uh, and so he would all his characters would talk like that, like this is me's coming in to talk to yous, right? You know that kind of stuff. And so it's so much easier to just do. You know, I was like, I don't have to check spelling. I don't have to check grammar. I don't have to worry about any of that crap, which was always right. a pain in the ass in school having dyslexia. I can just put it out as this weird statement in capital letters with right. weird, like, sort of graffiti von Bode misspellings. Yep. And it becomes more of an art statement and less of a, like, oh, I spelled that word wrong. It's more like, well, fuck you. This is with a this Z now. Is, I'm, I'm Shakespeare. Yeah, that's I'm so Shakespeare's. Sweet. I mean, that to me makes it so sweet that it's because he's dyslexic, my little potato right Just like cat. Fonzie. Yeah. Hey. Um, I love all right. Oh, thanks. Spooky Mulder. Yeah. <laughs> Any music suggestions that uh, they should listen to? What are you guys listening to now? Anything new? I listen to new. We music. don't really listen to new music. Some of our friends either. who are who do new music who we like are like like Grimes. Wait, I think more French fries get on. It's kind of cool. Those yeah, that's the new yours. band. You got to listen to that new band. How did French fries get on the floor? Floor um, fries. Like, there's a lot of new music that I hate, but there is some new music that I, that I think is <laughs> is good. I, oh, I know. just downloaded Lemonade. The yeah, Beyonce that Lemonade. Beyond, yeah, if you haven't seen the Lemonade thing, go see Lemonade. Okay, what do you, yeah. you got to look on your face. How do you feel about it? Lemonade. Mm-hmm. It looks. I, I'm not into her music, but I watched it and I thought uh, it looks amazing. The video, yeah, the fucking hour long video. Yeah, is great. I've loved Beyonce for longer than I not. Well, no, I I care to admit it. I loved her forever. When we first signed at Capitol, I I act, literally wanted to use our entire um, advance to record one song with Beyonce to give it all to her like $500,000 that would have been hilarious Beyonce I think Jesus Christ I was like still, that's how is, much that I would have actually Beyonce. been really smart I because that I'm would, a smart I have business you guys would have been struggling but you would have still people would still download that song I would download yeah. I, I wouldn't Every even time give she a put shit something that out. was for me yeah. that was for me and I you're didn't a smart do cookie it. I think you're smart thank you very much and we didn't do it and look at me now <laughs> what did the other people in the band think fucking are you crazy they're like what about all these other songs we wrote and I was like fucking Beyonce like here let's just weigh the upper I could be in a band song with Beyonce or make a record with you assholes and yeah they didn't it's all it. about you <laughs> just, no it was all about Beyonce it always is uh, this is for James yeah. uh, Christopher McCackle nice. who I don't know what this is in reference to mm-hmm. Who were the decoys that dressed in Santa costumes with Easter bunny masks? This has been bothering me for 16 years. <laughs> what? And how long has it been? 16 years. Make it, well, we'll make it, it'll bother you till the ten, die, you, time you die, motherfucker. What's that a reference to? I don't even to? know what that It's means. a reference to, uh, we did a secret show at CBGB's under an assumed name, and then we sent people out to a tape of us with masks on, playing as if they were us. 
and then we snuck up and like kind of like took over the the set so it was like a weird little like performance piece oh, secret show so thing. it was just so, so friends just, of yours yeah so he's trying to figure out who were those people were they anybody in particular were they famous right people? were they just friends were they this and, and i don't want to tell them i'll save it for i'll save it for some sort of reissue where what? i'm gonna charge you money have a lot of people ask you this no, not too many people, but but people have asked me that one. But what not, was it's your not a big ba- What was the fake band name you played under? I forget. It was something. That's it was pro- the best. It was part. something Steve came up with. It was something real goofy. Oh, that's always There's a good one. How did fries get on the floor? Yeah, um, <laughs> I wish it was that. I would eat. Um, is mindless self indulgence touring anytime soon? Mm, you know, I'm sitting down right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, so no no touring no touring right this second no I'm working on stuff I'm working on a lot of secret projects that I can't talk about mm-hmm. really yeah a lot of secret stuff I'm doing some secret stuff with you too I know secrets fuck man secrets I don't like secrets I like I, to blab everything yeah me too I, I just can't wait till everything blabbing. comes out so I, I can't, can't either um oh you're working on stuff with me too yes yeah, oh, yeah. god so you're really secrets. you really uh Made your way into this house. <laughs> the house of your Jimmy, what was your most fanatically insane state to play in and why? Probably. What state had the best? De- most fanatic- in America, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit's always the best because they go ape shit no matter who you are. They're just a bunch of people who want to go crazy during a show. Mm-hmm. Like you could come in and be like, hi, we're the Carpenters. Look, I'll tear the place down. You know, I want to see that show. So that, <laughs> <laughs> me too. So that, that's in America. That's that you, outside of America. It's usually someplace like sometimes like Scotland wow. or as, if you get really far away and they're just excited that anybody came to their town. Oh, like you mean, Perth, uh, Australia. fuck me now. Uh, where was it that you, Croatia? Oh, like Croatia. 12 year olds, like literally. I oh mean, my God. 12 year olds. Croatia was like, the craziest. Not craziest in a good way. Just, it was like a, I felt like I was in some comedy, sh- like not a comedy show, but like a really, like a weird Larry David insane, like just. It was like Borat meets yes, Larry David. it was like Borat meets Larry David. <laughs> yeah. It was bizarro. Yeah. Bizarro. There like were literally was, chickens. Yeah, well it was in like. In the backyard. Oh, like, Rod Stewart had played the club once and that ended up Yeah, being I don't want to know when in his career he played it. Though. Yeah, it but that was like the fit. one thing the guy kept saying. We would have problems, you know, with stuff. He was like, oh, well, Rod Stewart played here. It was not a problem for him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And there was chickens everywhere, inside, outside. And then I watched an actual 12-year-old come up and be like, you fuck me now? You fuck me now to James? And I was like, where are we? Where are we? Jesus Who's your parents? And then I was like, say yes, James, say yes. And then they had, like, they got us whatever their, like, idea of, like, backstage catering stuff was. Like, oh, this is water from well, and this is chicken's egg, and all this kind of stuff. And then... That was the weird thing was like, it was our turn to, you know, like, okay, it's time to go on stage. Okay. And usually what happens is we take all that stuff on our bus when we're done and we, you know, we have sandwich meat and maybe some eggs from chicken or whatever. As we're getting on stage, I was the last one on because the drummer goes on first and everybody goes on and then they start the song and I jump out. And so I'm waiting in the wings and I look back and the entire local crew is grabbing everything, all our stuff. Just taking everything they can get their hands on. Like, oh, oh this, they're not going to eat this bread. They, they must, they're going on stage. They must not want this bread. So by the time we came back on stage, I mean, we're lucky all our stuff. We took all our stuff on stage with us. We took all our bags and everything because we were just like, these guys are like pickpocket con men. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Gypsies. G- yeah, it was like gypsies. Oh, and then also when there was a bomb threat in Russia. Oh, yeah, the Russian. Well, the, but was, it was, that was crazier for you, less for me. Oh, yeah, because their merch guy was like, bomb threat in the venue, evacuating, and that's all I heard, (laughs) and nobody's answering their phones, and I'm like, what the 
fuck is going on? Like, I'm left for hours thinking, like, and I'm, like, trying to book myself a flight to Russia to find my missing husband. It's but I also like that all those places, mind. when you get, like, like Ukrainian and, like, scan, you know, like, you get up in that area in Russia and everything, they always have, it's always compared to something else because they, it was, you know, we had just done sound check. Okay, we're just, I'm just going to stay in the dressing room. Fuck it. This is a nice dressing room. And all of a sudden, guy comes in. Okay, uh, sound check was good. Everybody have to leave the venue now. Uh Oh, why? We're done soundcheck. I'm just going to stay here and take a crap. No, we all have to go now. It's a bomb threat. And we're like, what? It's like, oh, it's a bomb threat. Oh, don't worry. And we were like, what? It happens all the time. Yeah, it happened uh, two weeks ago with Fallout Boy. It's okay. It happens all the time. Rod Stewart, he had one check. He was fine with leaving the venue. He did not mind leaving venue with chicken. It's crazy. They're fucking nuts. They're actually, they're some of the worst venues, but some of the best crowds. Because they, again... It's weird though because they like pack them in it it to like really dangerous levels. Yeah. So you feel bad, but it is some crazy. It's a, the weird thing about Russia is it's the it's imagine like a really hardcore thrash metal audience where like they're gonna do Wall of Death meets like a Justin Bieber concert where they're gonna come with signs. So you have a whole <laughs> bunch of people I with am, like, like signs, flags, and like little dolls, like we love you, like screaming, like losing their shit, like crying that you're, and you're like, this is for me, this is crazy. But at the same time, when the song starts, it'll be a massive pit, little girls like right. thrown around, like elbowing guys. That's all I wanna see. It's the craziest too. shit you've ever seen. Yeah. How's Japan? Japan's it's just good. amazing. Just Everyone very, I know is, is in music you know what, loves it, Japan. It, well, it's, Japan is the thing that's impressive more because the audience is freaky. They're very... They're so obedient. They're obedient. Yeah. Like, they're clap. too obedient. Oh, we clap, yeah, clap now. And stop Polite. clapping and they're like, stop clapping. Clap, clap. So I would do that. I'd be like, clap, clap. They'd be like, clap, clap. Stop. They'd be like, stop. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> It's really weird. It's like a Simon Says in Japan. But yeah, the totally. actual, like, you know, they have a guy who comes greets you at the airport. He helps you, you know, oh, people take so you cool. everywhere. Yeah. And our drummer had been to Japan a bunch of times, so she knew where to go. So, you know, you kiss, everything's in another language and another, it's yeah. not even in, you can't even fucking figure it yeah, out at all. it's the only place in the world where I felt like really out of, like a fish out of water because usually like everything's romance languages and I can kind of understand, yeah. you know, but there it's just symbols that you have no idea, concept yeah. of. But so what a place hard. to get lost. There's no crime. Yeah. There's no nothing. If you get lost, you can find, your, you know, someone will help you. Yeah, I stopped there briefly on my trip to Hong Kong, but it was only for a day and I, I really want to go back. Oh, yeah. yeah. You should, oh, they would love you there. Yeah. They love anybody that's different. Like, you know what I mean? And you are different. When we were in Hong Kong, uh, a friend of my parents' family was there too. So my a really good friend of mine from high school was there with me and we were in our hotel and we got into the elevator and we get on with like three or four Chinese guys and... Um, they're I'm obviously way taller than them. My friend was, you know, chubby. And uh, so they're standing there and they're looking at us and they're talking, can't understand what they're saying. And they're like, <laughs> and they're laughing, they're <laughs> and then right before we get off the elevator, one of them <laughs> looks at my friend and goes, <laughs> fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fat boy. So good. Fuck, I almost died. I was laughing so hard. Oh, they would love you, though. They would, like, stop and ask to take pictures with you. Yeah. And I'd do it. Yeah. Because I'm a fucking whore. Yeah. I love taking pictures with people. Do you guys remember? Do you have problems remembering lyrics? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll mess things up. Have you oh. ever used a teleprompter? No. I don't. Well, I use like human teleprompter. I mean, like I'll write them on like everywhere around the stage are little like reminders. I'll just have like little word like, oh, wow. prompt, word prompt. So I'll like go like, I'm like, oh, there's something. Yeah. And sometimes you'll write stuff on your hand or like. Or, Never. Once in a while I'll write a lyric. It, it, what ends up happening is I get, I get confused. I just get I'll, confused. I'll, oh. I'll backwards it. So I'll do like the second yes, verse that's first. What I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then I get to the chorus and I'm like, wait, I got Oops. the second verse. I'm like, well, fuck it. We're doing second verse twice again. So once, if that ends up happening show after show, then I'll write on the back of my hand. Yeah. Like don't, for, you know, for first this song, verse. first verse, yeah. then, and then that one I, starts if, with this word. And if I fuck up like super enough where I can't get, because, you know, I played a track, so I'll have a band playing, but also tracks. So you can't like fix it. Uh-huh. So if I go to the point of no return, I will then stop the song and I'll have like a way to stop that I have like a special it breaks way. down like a James Brown thing it's yeah wrong, I have yeah. like a special way to stop the song and then get out of it and either oh I think I've seen you do yeah, that yeah, at the whiskey yeah. I think yes. I saw you do that yeah, at yeah the that's that's where it seems it like it's so part good. it, it seems like so it's part good. of the show totally. but, it means, but it means I fucked up so badly oh, that there shit. is no coming back no, from it so I'm just like how do I get out of this I once did a sketch at Conan and that just doing a in-studio bit means you're there for the whole day. And so I, I, I just show up in the morning, even like rehearsals at like three, you have to show up and get in, get fitted for wardrobe and then rehearse it before the rehearsal. And so I'm just sitting there and, uh, my friend Matt and his band, the, the, uh, the national were playing yeah. that same day. And, uh, I noticed they were there for rehearsal and he came off and he was back in the green room and I was talking to him and I noticed he had like lyrics written on his hand and I go, dude, do you have the words to your song written on your hand? He goes, yeah. I go, dude, you guys are playing one song. (laughs) He's like, dude, I forget lyrics. He's like, I don't want to forget lyrics on a fucking TV show. That's the last place you want to forget. Oh my God. Just sometimes like, well, cause I have a hard time. Cause if I write it, I'll just get confused about which came first. Like, you know, it's just, I, I get jumbled in my head. So we write a lot of songs, man. We go, we're real creative. I would fucking, I, my memory gets so bad. The older I get too, I would, be so paranoid yeah that's, that's why i don't ever want to do plays anymore because oh, uh, that is i have that nightmare all the time like of being in a play mm-hmm. and then being like you're going on stage and i'll be like i never learned the words to this play and then having to go out i have that same dream <gasps> but with jokes like i i have a recurring dream where i go to largo to watch sarah silverman yeah and i go into the green room before the show to say hello and then uh, the owner comes backstage and he's like, oh, somebody can't. The opener had to cancel. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do stress t- 10 minutes? Do you want to yeah. do 10 minutes? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Great. And he's like, OK, you're on in five minutes. And I go, great. And then uh, I ask Sarah for a piece of paper. This is a recurring dream. Wow. I have a lot. She gives me a piece of paper and a pen. And I just stare at it and I can't remember any of my oh. jokes. And he comes in. He's like, three minutes. And I'm like. I don't remember any of my jokes. What are my jokes? And I'm like, Sarah, what are my jokes? She's like, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. and I think part of it is, you know how they say you can't read in dreams. Like you don't see yeah. words. Yeah. Oh. I think part of it's that like that. So I can't, wouldn't be able to write it because well, I wouldn't be able to look at it. Although I know some people that say they, 
They can read in dreams, They're but I don't shamans. know. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I don't remember ninety nine percent of my dreams, but when I do, they're horrible. They're, they're all because those are things that wake you up initially from the dream, so you tend to remember a lot more nightmares and stress dreams. Yeah, than yeah. and they usually involve James being like a total. I know I'm so bastard bad at I am in her dreams. I'm like the worst. Your well, green room level. Uh, my green room level bad. Well, but it's usually involving him like making out with somebody and, like, like in front of you my and face, being a dick. but just like yeah, in front of yeah. me, like me walking up to him at a party being like hey do you want to go home and him like with his arm around a girl be like no I'm good like I'll just meet I'm you good. tomorrow and I'm <laughs> like those are typical relationship yeah. dreams I I have those sometimes when I'm in relationships but he's too. Been, I, I have nothing to fear I mean no. like of course nothing but that's my deepest darkest fear is James just be like I'm good you my can go dreams home are I'm we'll just be back tomorrow you. I'm good <laughs> yeah nah and then I'm like, no, but I'm James. Cool. And then he's just like, no, like I'm doing something here. And like, and, and then oh. I'm like, Chantal, and then I start can't sobbing. you see that I'm fucking busy? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be like sobbing and he'll be like, what? Like, what? Oh, God, like, I hate this guy. I know. It's Jesus so weird. Why is he in my dreams? I got to go to therapy, guys. Get out of my know. dreams. Well, you can go to therapy right now. We're at 1.30. That's great. Damn, Woo. we can keep going for Yeah, we're talking chatty Cathy's, man. Yeah, we love um, to chat. Oh, no, we got to stop recording so we can talk about Green Room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have we have it. You do? Is that where you saw it was here? No, no we, we saw, saw it in the, the theater, theater and we have it. Then a friend of ours got, has a screener. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Um, well, James, Chantal, yeah. do you have anything to plug? Anything? You're, you've got the uh, second season of Love. Oh, yeah. I'm shooting Netflix. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Season one is out now and the second season is being shot now and I just got called back in. So that's nice. exciting. Nice. And then what else? Also, oh, things we all can't talk about yeah i have a lot of things i can't i'm like in between things i have stuff that that came out already like this year earlier this year like a uh two video game soundtracks one for a game called metronomicon one for a game called i want to be human mm-hmm. that were both just at pax east uh i did a grimes remix which was really cool it was nice. so great. and uh and a couple other remixes and things like that but that was like maybe back in february march that was all announced and now i've got stuff that's coming out like later and mm-hmm. either late later like months away well, like, we'll we'll do another podcast we'll do another podcast about yeah. that gonna happen. And i'm working and i've been writing a short uh shorts that are gonna be made soon which you're gonna be in i know exciting all about smoking weed and you can find you guys on twitter twitter at chantal claret c-h-a-n-t-a-l-c-l-a-r-e-t whoa <laughs> and i'm at jimmy, jimmy Urin. yeah um and that's me I will tweet you. Is back. that you? No, that's really will you tweet me. He will tweet you back, back in upper, no, upper case. uppercase letters. <laughs> I'm glad you. I, you've never told people that it was your dyslexia. You have. Oh, you still don't. No, I have. I've mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. I just haven't mentioned it. I don't well, mention this all is an the exclusive. We cracked the case. This is an exclusive, which I know because exclusive. I've, I know you've never told me because I always read because it touches my heart. I know like, so, oh, many, I so many case. people have it. It's so much more. I love common. to catch your heart, Shanti. Henry Winkler, Fonzie. See, Big another. Time. I love Henry Winkler. Yeah, you're so much like the Fonz. That's why I'm I know. I go you. a all the time. <laughs> That's it. You can start a jukebox. Oh, just by punching it. Yeah. There's not a lot of those around anymore. It's not a work. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> you can I can start, start my iPhone. I was, yeah, I was going to say, I'll bang your iPod. Um, you can start me by punching it. Hey, that's hey. like all horrible. Hey. Sorry, uh, on that note. Boy. All right. Well, thank you guys for doing this. Uh, of course. Thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. 
Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 